Hey guys, welcome back to a series of unexpected plotting events. I am your host, Kat, and thank you so much for being here. To be honest, I'm feeling extremely under the weather today. If you hear my voice, it's kind of stuffy, and if there's a lot of crackling in my voice, I'm sorry about that. <clears throat> I have to be going to the side, you know, clear my throat and all of that. Like, I'm not doing well this week. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> normally, I would be the type of person who comes back really quickly, you know, and be like, hey, yeah this happened or that happened or i'm feeling this way or i'm feeling that way but to be honest with you i really am feeling like sick and normally i wouldn't like complain about feeling sick like you know sometimes everybody feels sick every now and then but i was not expecting this it's coming especially right when i'm supposed to go on a camping trip which is really annoying really annoying oh my gosh um there's been a lot of rain and stuff like that a lot of rain all right anyway let's jump into everything and let's get this conversation on the road so johnny depp won his defamation case against amber heard um congratulations to johnny depp and to all his supporters um I do believe it was 100% worth it. I'm that type of person. I always go after the truth. Whenever somebody tells a lie or try to smear my name, I'm always the type of person. I'm like, I'm going after the truth. I'm going to let everybody know that this, what you did was a lie. And I'm going after the truth. And a lot of the times when I have my mind fixated or set on something like that people always say hey you know aren't you tired of like trying to prove this aren't you tired or don't you just want to be like okay i give up whatever believe who you want to believe and that's great all that bullshit that i just said is really great and i would love to say yeah that i do do that and i walk away from something but you never really understand what it feels like until you're going through something a lot of the times even A lot of the times this happens with my friends where you never really understand what somebody else is going through or what another friend is going through. You have so much opinion to give, you know, and you have so much advice. Oh, let me tell you my opinion. Let me tell you what I think, you know, you should do or how you should handle it. But you're not really going through it. So all your opinion and all your advice is really bullshit because if you've never been through something like that, it's easy to say, just walk away. But when you're going through it, when you have been through it, you know that the truth itself is worth fighting for. You know that. You know the end result is worth fighting for. Because I feel like even if Johnny Depp didn't win, he just wanted the world to know, listen, I didn't do this. Even if the jury came back and they say, hey, we award Johnny Depp $1, I believe he would have been like, okay, he got the win. He just wanted that win. He wanted to be able to say, listen, she did this. She's a liar. And I think that's something, that's a stain that has been placed on Amber Heard's name to this day that I don't think it's going to be easy to get off. Um, And especially, you know, based on the fact that you bring up sexual violence and stuff like that to an audience, like the entire, not even an audience, to the entire world. You talk about sexual violence and all the things that happened and People really look at you and say, hey, we don't believe you. 
a jury looked and said, we don't believe you. The world looked on and be like, hey, we don't believe you. And there's so many um, news publications that are out saying believe all women. Listen, I'm trying my best with this bullshit. And I don't want to call it bullshit, but I'm trying my best. It reminds me of a friend of mine, right? So let me tell you a story. I had this friend of mine. Um, I won't call his right name. Let's call him John. So I said to John one day, John and I were always talking on the phone, everywhere. We just talk, 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 talk all the time because he was my best friend. Um, so he had a girlfriend. And one day I messaged him. Uh, God, I can't tell you what I messaged him because if they listen to this, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And I can't do that. <laughs> Um, if, I, if my friends listen to this, they're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. So I can't do that. So, okay, let me just say, one day I messaged him, right? And he messaged me back and we had, you know, conversations. His girlfriend saw my message in his phone, got so insecure. When I went out and I went to a party, I was there with my friends. She was there with her friends and she came at me. You know, she was higher up, like on a pole thingy in the middle of the, like, the room. She went, like, came down in my face and said something to me. And I was like, what? She was basically jeering me, you know, and teasing. And and I was like, what the hell? Is this girl serious? And then her friends did the same thing as well. And I was like, not in public. These bitches are crazy (laughs) um and I was pissed I was beyond pissed so I immediately started to get angry mad it was a I was walking away first and I just remember turning around after hearing them behind me doing this whole jeering thing jeering thing and made a beeline towards this bitch I made a beeline towards her ass and I was going for that ass my friend had to pull me back. My next friend had to pull her back to pull, pull me back. And everybody was trying to stop me. And I was in a, like a different world just going crazy, going crazy. And I, I think she realized that like, oh, my God, this bitch is sick. I was going crazy because I meant it. I was like, who the fuck are you coming out here in public embarrassing right now trying to do this? And I remember I called him and I was like, hey. You know your girl trying to embarrass me and disrespect me in front of everybody I know because at the time it was a party that was happening at university. Everybody, well, most of the people there I knew, they knew me, they knew my friends. And I was like, why would your friend, why would your girl do that? You, I was I was livid. I was livid, to be honest with you. I was losing my mind. Um, there's way more to the story, but I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you guys that, that part. Um, yeah, and I remember after everything happened, he apologized to me and so on, but he believed her when she said, hey, she didn't do it. She she literally told this man, hey, I didn't do that. That's a lie. That's a lie. Maybe my, one of my friends said something, but that's a lie. She's, she's overreacting. She's being dramatic. That didn't happen. She had all these excuses, and he believed her and I remember saying my guy it happened she's lying to you and he just wouldn't believe me and part of the reason for that I think is because me and my friends we're always 
out there talking, being boisterous. We just say whatever we want to be not rude or anything like that, but just to be open and honest. This is who we are. What you see is what you get. We're not going to pretend to be something else behind closed doors and then be a complete different person the next day you see us, right? We're just who we are. And we always afforded ourselves that privilege to just be authentic. So it's like he just didn't believe us because of that, or he couldn't believe me, or he didn't want to believe me. And I was just like, I'm telling you the truth, and you're not believing me. It really killed me. It really did. And I remember a lot of people kept saying to me for years, why did I still harbor this resentment towards the situation? Why don't I just let it go? Why don't I just let things die down? And I even stopped being his friend like I was. I stopped being that close to him. I walked away from a friendship of years because of the situation. I said, I was like, my nigga, fuck you. I honestly was like, listen, fuck you. Don't talk to me. He was like my best friend. You could always almost say we loved each other um, more than friends, right? Um, but we never took it past that level. You know what I mean? And I just remember being so disappointed in him. I was like, if I wanted to do something to disrespect you, your lady, or anything, I could have. I never did once. And she took the opportunity she had to disrespect me and instead of you saying hey this girl really ain't never done anything to you why would you go out in public and do something like that or say to me hey Kathy you know I completely understand what happened I understand you I understand the situation that you're put in right now and I understand you must feel embarrassed you know whatever the case may be he didn't do that he just believed her so and believed her saying she didn't do it so for me, when people say, believe all women, and it might sound like a little thing, you know, but it's things like that, that, you know, they've been happening all my life, all my life. I remember when I was younger and a friend of mine, we were supposed to be studying. She left and she went away with a guy and her mom came home and they just believed whatever bullshit she was feeding them and basically said that I was the problem. I was the problem. I was the one who was letting their daughter do all these things. And, and I was like, what the hell? Because I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person that's more outspoken. I'm the type of person that's more like this, that, and the other. What are you doing? What are you talking about? And I just couldn't understand. Like, And so when you tell me, and I got blamed for stuff like that most of my life. You know, and I, a lot of times I would just be like, you know what, okay. And I would just cut somebody off. But sometimes I want to fight for what the truth is. And the truth is this. That bitch was lying. I never came to that party and did anything towards her. But I lost my best friend of years over that. We had a conversation a couple months ago. Um, yeah, recently. And I remember I said it to him. I said, hey. You know, you remember that thing that happened? And he's like, damn, like you still, I'm like, yes, I'm still in that place. Because why didn't you believe me? I, I just couldn't understand why you didn't believe me. And yes, that might speak to the thing of where people are like, hey, you should believe women and all that good stuff. And I completely agree with you. But at the same time, it's like, 
not all women will tell the truth. We are human beings. Everybody won't tell the truth. Everybody will not be honest with you. Some people will lie. Some people will lie. And that's just the way it is. Some people aren't going to be honest. Some people aren't going to be truthful. Especially when it comes on to making themselves look better. I find that people don't normally... When I'm telling a story a lot of the times, I tend to be like, yeah, this person did this, that, 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 that. And then I did this. And I dropped the bomb on them on whatever I did or I said. And people go, oh! <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, you did that? And I'm like, yeah, I did. And I don't care how you feel about what I did. Because I'm going to stand by what I said. And this is what I said. And it is what it is. <laughs> right? So I'll do that a lot. But there are a lot of people who won't do stuff like that. They won't be honest about this is what happened. Anyway, that was just a short story. And, you know, that's why I'm saying as much as I want to be like, hey, believe all women. I know women lie. Women lie. Men lie. Human beings lie. That's why some people are just damn liars. Right? It happens. And more often than none, people tell lies to make themselves look better. Regardless, people tell lies to make themselves look better, to make themselves look like victims in situations, but then claim that they don't want to be victims and then make you the bad guy. But I'm the bad guy. You know, I always, you don't always tell people that I'm the bad guy and it's okay. I'll take that title. It's cool. As long as I'm being honest. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, congratulations to Johnny Depp. And as much as I would like to jump on the Believe All Women train, y'all going to miss me with that. Y'all are going to miss me with that. And I'm going to look at each case and I'm going to look at it separately and be like, okay, this is something I can get behind or this is complete bullshit and I do not want to hear about it. That is what it is for me. So to mainstream media and all the great people out there, um, putting up all these sympathetic things towards Amber Heard, that's good for you stay right there and this is why I no longer watch you you know this is why a lot of people are turning away from mainstream media because all y'all putting up these things like we don't see things like we didn't just watch this trial you're trying to brainwash and gaslight all of us like we didn't just watch six weeks of a trial where this woman did all that craziness there understand all that evidence that they claim to have and I even saw an interview, you know, let me, let me put this in here. I saw that an interview with her attorney, Elaine Bredehoft, whatever her name is. At one point, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was feeling bad. I was really feeling bad for Elaine. I really was. And I was like, damn, maybe she's going through a lot, especially having a client like Amber. And I was feeling bad. And then now looking at it, I'm like, why the hell am I feeling bad? Elaine out here acting like she don't give two shits, doubling down on everything that she said in that courtroom, even after the jury came out and found Amber, you know, guilty, all these things, basically ruled for Johnny Depp, I should say. She still came out here. She's defending her tooth and nail, talking craziness, like we didn't just see what happened. And I think her reputation as a lawyer right now is so bad. Although some people might say it's different. Some people might look at it and say, hey, She's defending her client, so yeah, you know. But I don't, I don't think that what she did looked good at all on her in any way, shape, or form. Like, I think it made her look really bad. And if I were her, I definitely would have stepped back from the case. Probably I would have stepped back a long time ago, mid case. I would have been like, Your Honor, this shit is effing with me. 
I can't do this shit no more. I got to go. <laughs> There's a lot more people here. They could do this shit. <laughs> I would have walked the fuck away so fast. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to walk away from anything, make me uncomfortable. Make me uncomfortable, my guy. I'm gone from this shit. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so, like, earlier on, la- no, in the latter part, um, in the latter part, what am I saying? In the latter part of last week, guys, um, I said I wanted to share this with y'all. And <laughs> hopefully somebody would say something about it. Because la- in the latter past, what, you, what am I saying? In the latter part of last week, a friend of mine, um, we were having a conversation. And, you know, While I was on the phone, I wasn't paying attention to what I'm doing. A lot of the time, this happens to me. This happens to me more often than not. I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing on the phone. And, man, I sound stuffy. Yeah. And I accidentally went under one of my friend's posts. He got engaged, right? So, a beautiful girl. She's pregnant. And they're getting engaged and so on. And I went under his post and I'm writing, say for instance, I'm saying, congratulations, Tom, you know, but instead of saying congratulations at Tom on Instagram, I said, congratulations at Tim and click somebody else's name. And then I put a heart, right? So I'm minding my business, doing what I got to do, just living my life, enjoying shit. And all of a sudden, Tim messaged me when I was still on the phone with said friend, just having a conversation. Tim messaged me, and he's like, hey, Kat. And I was like, yeah, hey, what's up? And he's like, yo, I saw you post something just now. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, it's my Instagram. I post, I post things all the time. I'm like, what the hell is he going to tell me? So I immediately checked my page to make sure that I didn't have anything crazy there. And I was like, okay, it's just this. Like, what is he talking about? And... Guys, I put congratulations, Tim, and put the heart instead of congratulations, Tom. Now, Tim has a whole relationship going on and everything going on for himself. So when I did that, I effed his situation up. His girl was mad pissed. He was like, yeah, man, delete it. No. And I'm like, what? What the hell is that? What are you talking about? I don't know. Because I, I honestly didn't know that I put his name instead of Tom's. And he was like, I think you're supposed to put Tom's name here and you put mine. And it's, you know, it's deleted now. And I'm like, holy hell, calm down. It was an accident. What is wrong with you? But my guy was so pissed. Guys, when I tell you that man was pissed, he was pissed. But this is something that happens to me a lot of times. I don't, I don't know if it happens to a lot of people, but there'll be times that I'm sending pictures or anything that I'm doing, and I have to double check, triple check every single thing. I have to make sure this is the right person I'm sending it to. Whoever it's supposed to go to is the right person three, four times sometimes because I tend to send messages, information, anything to the wrong person. I remember I was having a conversation with a friend one time, and I'm snapping the chat to send it to my next friend. And I sent it back to the same friend who I'm snapping the chat from. Oh, my gosh. And I was so embarrassed. I remember just saying, yo, my guy, like, I'm sorry. I was just sending it to this person. <laughs> Made myself look so stupid, you know. 
made myself look so damn stupid, but it is what it is. So one of the main things that I wanted to come here this week and actually like have a conversation with you guys about, right? Apart from the fact that I'm sick, guys, I don't really hope this episode goes over well because I'm sick and I'm sounding stuffy really bad. But I wanted to talk to you guys about the state of everything right now. Um, it's ridiculous. The cheapest you can get for rent is 1300 That's the cheapest you get for rent. Um, some of us are lucky enough to live with family members, but some of us aren't and we have to um, pay our own bills and all that stuff. So when you live with family members, it's kind of easier sometimes because you live with your in-laws and so on. It's great. You could actually get to save a lot of your money and so on. So that would be more helpful. But for some of us who have to pay everything off bat, and especially for single people, I don't know how single people are surviving in this economy right now. The economy is, it's tough. I I was going to say horrible, but it's tough. It's cost of living is through the roof. I was talking with my cousin the other day, you know, and in New York, because we're in New York, right? And in New York right now, she was living in a two-bedroom apartment, and I think she was paying like was it one was it two thousand dollars for that two-bedroom apartment, and or was it two thousand four hundred something? Almost, it was close to like three thousand dollars, like two thousand five maybe, and they raised her rent seven hundred dollars. Can you imagine that shit? Can you for a second? Imagine that shit per month, 3000 per month. That is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard of. Or like, what the, f- is this a joke? So when you charge me that for rent, how am I supposed to pay anything else? How am I supposed to pay electricity, water, gas, heat, or AC, depending on the time of year? How am I supposed to pay for my car insurance? So I was talking to somebody in New York again. Right, let me let me be honest. Let me be honest with you guys. So I called in and I called an uh, insurance company. I don't want to say their name. You know, I don't want to get in problems with nobody, child. <laughs> so I called an insurance company and I was talking to them the other day and I was saying, hey, you know, I'm trying to get my insurance down. I've been driving now for a while, and I've never been in an accident, never gotten a ticket. You know, pat me on the back, bitch. <laughs> um, but that's the truth. I've never gotten in an accident, never gotten a ticket, always been very careful. And when I was talking to the guy in the insurance company, he was like, hey, yes, oh, I see that. That's great. And, you know, giving me all this great that this great talk. And I remember like a month ago or so on, they were telling me, hey, you can call us back um, in June and we would, you know, or May. And we could think about lowering your insurance because it makes sense to lower it. Like it's really high right now. And because I'm paying almost $300 a month for my insurance um, and we could lower your insurance. And remember, I'm paying $300 for limited beer minimum beer minimum that's what I'm paying $300 for and I was like almost 300 so say two something right 260 70 
And so I was calling them to be like, hey, you know, because I want to drop my insurance. And, you know, I thought I had a strong case going in talking to them. And I remember when I was there talking to the guy on the phone, he's like, oh, yeah, let me see what we can do for you. And the guy came back and said to me, "Um, yeah, so that's not going to happen right now. As a matter of fact, coming June 1st, you're going to start paying $300 per month for your insurance. (laughs) Listen, guys, you can't make this shit up. That's New York City for you. That's New York City for you. I was in shock. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about right now? $300 for what? Are you losing your mind? And he basically was saying, like, hey, I understand completely. Like, it's ridiculous now. And he was saying, like, the API, accident prevention. um, No, it's for individuals. It's like individual whatever. That thing went up in New York. And he was like, because it went up, that's the repercussion that's happening now across the board for everybody. And I'm like, for everybody. So everybody's going through this shithole. Everybody's going through this hell. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, these fucking insurance companies are ripping us off. That's all I had to say. When he said that, I was like, these fucking insurance companies are ripping us the fuck off. These companies don't give two shits. They know, first of all, they know you don't need them like that all the time. So it shouldn't be something where you have to charge that much. I remember when the general just started out, my sister had $50 for her insurance. I remember when the general started out earlier on um, and she had like $50 for her insurance each month. It was ridiculous. It was such an amazing price and they did great. Now when I call the general and I'm like, hey, can I get a quote? These people turn around, they told me (laughs) per month I'll be paying $1,000. And I keep wondering, what the fuck, why do I have to pay this much insurance each month? For the entire year. Do you know like how you get like um, a tax refund? Why is it that you can't get an insurance refund from like insurance companies? Why don't insurance companies like, hey, you haven't been in an accident for the year. You haven't done this for the year. Let's give you back some of your money how about an insurance refund because you these motherfuckers are billionaires i i'm off the belief that most of the people i'm off the belief most of the people who honestly own insurance companies are billionaires because you're collecting all this money and i'm sure i'm not questioning it i'm sure these people it's not so many accidents happening per day and even if these accidents do happen per day the amount of money you collect for the from the amount of people come on you could pay that back you could fix them cars real quick really quickly so i i, I don't know it, it, it's just insurance is one of the biggest scams to me in the u.s insurance across the board health insurance um every every insurance um car, whatever, house, whatever, every insurance across the board is one of the biggest scams in this country. It's the the leader of scammers. They are <laughs> they are the leaders of scammers. And I'm sorry I had to say it this way, but it is the truth. And if you don't believe what I'm saying, I'm sorry as well. But hey, this is my opinion and I'm going to give it. And thank you for being here and listening to it though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like 
to so for and, and they I think there was a study done was it last year or the year before that when they were saying hey in order to live in New York and be able to afford rent and anything else you have to be making $60,000 to be comfortable comfortable not feel good not go out here partying living your best life to feel comfortable $60,000 per year right and I remember going like, but a lot of people ain't making $60,000. And now I'm looking at it even like from a different angle. I'm like, okay, that was then. And yet employers are raising people like they aren't raising your wages. Everything got more expensive. Food, clothing, shelter, because rent is through the roof. Gas is through the roof. It's $6 a liter for gas in New York. Six fucking dollars a liter for gas in New York. Then remember, you have to pay all these fucking tolls every time you cross a bridge to going to work. This is the same reason why I went on that rant last week talking about these at home jobs because I'm like, people don't want to pay you money. They don't want to pay you a certain amount of money. They want you to come into the office. They don't want to pay you a certain amount of money. Yet you're supposed to go into the office. And let me tell you guys something. Those of you who don't live in New York, let me educate you. I'm all over the place right now, but let me educate you on a lot. When you go into New York, you have to pay for parking. A lot of these places in New York do not have parking. You have to pay for parking. Parking for the day is expensive. So you're paying for parking. You have to pay $6 a liter for gas. So you're paying for gas. Depending on the weather you have, you can't have your windows down. Still, you have to have your windows up. Going on the highway, a lot of the time, your windows are up. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Right? So those are two things. And then when you come again and you have to buy lunch, that's the third thing, because a lot of these companies, it's not like they're saying, hey, we provide catered lunch every single day for our, our employees. They don't. You have to buy lunch. So that's your, your expense right there alone is basically $80, $90, even maybe 100 because if you're buying lunch for $20, you're paying for parking for 40 for the fucking day, and then you're buying gas to go back and forth to work. And you have to fill your tank twice per week. What the fuck is happening? And then you want people to come into work on a $50,000 wage. What the fuck? How am I supposed to come into work on that? And even at $60,000, now you're seeing no savings. And you have to pay your insurance out of that. And you have to pay rent out of that. And you have to take care of your kid if you have a kid out of that. And you have to do everything. Buy food for your household. Take care of your mom and dad if they're sick. You got to help with your family members. You got maybe a little younger sister. You got There's so many things. Everybody isn't living this privileged, pompous-ass life where our realities don't exist and we just take care of ourselves and that's just how life goes. That's not how people are living. People are out here having to take care of their families. So when I see that, I'm just saying to myself, like, that makes no sense. That makes no sense. It's cost of living is through the roof. I was talking to my cousin and I was like, maybe you should, you know, you should think about 
getting a house. We were having that discussion and it's like, yeah, but then you're going to have to pay a mortgage of $3,000 per And I started to be like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? $3,000 for a mortgage? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's, that's it. To get a good community, uh, a mortgage, that's $3,000 you're looking at. And I was like, what the fuck? I said, what the fuck is that? You know, what the fuck is that? I was, I was losing it for a moment there. I thought she was talking some form of, you know, Asian language. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't understand that. I don't understand what that's like. That's crazy to me. That's ridiculous. And that's why I keep saying like, and I tell people this all the time and they would say to me, um, yeah, but New York isn't for the faint of heart. It's not. New York, there's a reason why they call it the concrete jungle. Granted, if you've lived in Jamaica or any other Caribbean island, you can manage it. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's a different breed of a jungle. But you will know how to navigate and map things out. You know, if you're from a Caribbean island or something like that, you would. I do believe that. But I don't know. It, it, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And I, I, I strongly stand by that. And some people would say, hey, I'm cheap or they'll, they'll have a lot to say about it. But I don't think I am. People can't sustain what's happening right now. If something doesn't happen soon, if we don't get some form of relief, um, relief, in my opinion, there's going to be a recession around here, child. And I don't want to be the person who speaks something like this into existence. But to be honest with you, if there is no form of like, okay, we need a cap. You guys can't be charging people all this amount of money for rent, all this amount of money for insurance, all this amount of money for food, all this amount of money for clothing, all this amount of money for everything, because they'll have nothing left. And not only is it that they'll have nothing left, but some people can't even find the money itself to put up for all of these things. And the country, its one thing I'm realizing with this, um, about this country is it's not meant for single people. You have to be paired up with somebody. You have to have a friend who you're living with or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And that to me is why a lot of people are in relationships and they're so unhappy. They don't necessarily want to stay in these relationships. They don't want to be in these relationships. They don't like the person they're sleeping next to. And then people are like, hey, if you're in a bad relationship, just leave and go the fuck where? You have to remember, all these people who are giving you all this great advice, this grand, beautiful advice, and they keep saying, leave and, and find something else, leave and get something better, they don't realize you'll be leaving everything, you'll have nothing left. And when you have nothing left and people are desperate, desperate people do desperate things, and then they blame it and be like, hey, why did she do this? Why did he do that? Because the person is desperate. And because you have never been in a position where you're desperate doesn't mean that there aren't a ton of people out here that are desperate and they stay in these positions because they have nowhere else to go. The country itself is like it's built for everybody needs to be paired up. You have to be with somebody else because you can't afford rent by yourself and then to buy food and then to take care of the rest of your bills. And then, oh my God, for people with student loans on top of everything else, I know people right now who have student loans who are like, I'm going to die with this. This loan over my head, 
I'm going to die with it. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to die with this loan over my head. Such a sad thing to think, but it, it, it is true. Because they're not willing to pay the government back all this money while suffering through everything else. Because, yes, I borrow money from you. I'm supposed to pay it back. But what, how can I pay what I don't have, what I'm not making? All these grand things about, okay, go to school, get an education, do all this. That's why when people talk about all these Ivy League schools and they have all these great things to say, I'm like, mm-hmm, you go right the fuck there. You go right the fuck there. A lot of billionaires that I know didn't even go to school. So you go right the fuck there and spend your $100,000 and be in $100,000 worth of debt coming out with $90,000, $50,000 in debt. Get your ass and go right down there to a college. You hear what I'm saying? Pay that money like everybody else in the community. Or even if you go to a university itself. Say, for instance, you go to um, a huge four-year university. Go there, get your education, then you come out and behave like a beast in whatever industry you're in and make a fucking name for yourself. Shout out to Camille Vasquez. Shout out to Camille Vasquez because I heard the lawyers when they were talking, they were like, she was like, tear. They were like, oh, um, tear how much for this lawyer and tear how much for that lawyer. And yet Camille Vasquez is out here kicking ass. And I'm sure a lot of these lawyers who were at tier one, is that what they were saying? Something like tier one or so on could never have done what she did in that courtroom with such grace, with such damn beauty at that. Shout out to fucking Camille Vasquez, guys. And if you don't know what Camille Vasquez is from, that's from the Johnny Depp trial. You know, she's amazing, beautiful woman. But anyway, so for me, and I would just tell you guys to do this. I mean, you might not agree with me, but hey, that's just my opinion. All these Ivy Leagues and all this stuff, you're making people richer and putting yourself in debt before you even get your ass through the door out of the school. Especially for people who know they're going to do business and stuff like that. You don't necessarily have to go to do business at these crazy ass schools that are charging you $90,000, $80,000. Take your ass, do business at a regular school, and then create that business. Because a lot of us who go into business, we don't go in it with the intention of just working for someone. A lot of us who go into business, go into business because we go into it with the intention of I'm going to have my own business. And if that's your intention, why put yourself in debt before you're even in the room with anybody? Why do that to yourself? Before you even start the race, you're already in debt. You already have something holding onto your leg. You don't need that. Go to a regular university and get your ass out there in the game and start doing it. Create a name for yourself. And then like Sierra, is it Sierra or a lot of these people, get your ass back and go to Harvard Law. Oh, God, I'm messing up. Harvard Business School, all these online degrees that they do have, I should say. I'm thinking Harvard Law because my friend is going back to law school. Congratulations to my friend. Um, she's about to start her law journey, and I wish her all the best in that. But I digress. So, yeah, do that. Then do that for yourself because, hey, listen to me. I'm not the best at anything or at anything. I like to tell people. But... I'm going to hammer the fucking door down and you're going to know my name and I'm going to get inside and you're going to fucking know my name. Get what I'm saying? And you can do it too. If I did it, you could do it. A lot of people didn't expect me to be here right now. I'm telling you this. This is not a question. This is a fact. They didn't expect this from me, but here I am and I know they're fucking annoyed. (laughs) And all I have to say to that is, hi, bitch. (laughs) 
Hi, bitch. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, brace yourself, guys. Brace yourself because I feel like there's a storm that's about to come, and maybe we are somewhere just seeing the effects around it, but we aren't getting the full hit of the storm. So, guys, brace yourself. Brace yourself and be extremely careful. Save your money. Save your money. Save as much money as you possibly can. I don't know, by the way, if anyone knows about all those little insurance companies, the Ottawa Auto and stuff like that. I'm about to check them out too. If it's something that I find out that makes a lot of sense, I'll come back and I'll tell you guys how that works out because they have insurance for dirt cheap. But you know, cheap things are always the best all the time, especially coming from somebody who is a cheapo. <laughs> Guys, I'm a cheap person. I buy cheap shit all the time. That's just how I am because I feel like everything is made in the same warehouse. Um, everything is made in the same factory and they just slap a different logo on it, you know, and I don't give a shit what nobody has to say about me. I never have and I never will. Um, it takes a while for some people to develop that. But ever since I was younger, I was raised with a dad who that's his thing. Who gives a shit? People who know you can do better know you can do better. That's what he always says to me. So put your shit on and get out don't care. I've never been a brand person. There are people in this world who are brand people who they have to be in a certain brand. They have to live in a certain place. Well, okay. I have to live in a certain place because I, I don't, certain things I can't deal with. I, you know, I can't deal with a lot of things, but as it comes to like having to wear a certain brand, I'm like, why the fuck should I give you my money? <laughs> why do I see a shirt right here? Oh, is this shirt for is this shirt for a dollar or two dollar? Looks that way. And you're going to tell me that I need to go and get a shirt that's for $20, $30, $40 for what? I'm not going to do it. And call me cheap if you like. That's great. That's great. I don't care. I'm still out here looking like I'm the shit in my cheap ass shirt. That's one thing I can say (laughs) is a fact. Oh my God, guys, I really appreciate y'all. I really appreciate y'all because especially, and this is such an outlet for me. It's such an outlet. So I really appreciate appreciate y'all for a lot of things that are going through my head. Um, and shout out to, you know, DUI guy. I know I didn't put this at the beginning of the episode and I should have with the entire Johnny Depp thing, but shout out to DUI guy. I know what it's like when people, you know, is it ostracized? I hope I'm saying the right word, but you know, they separate themselves from you and try to, make you seem as less than so I know what that feels like um and I remember I was watching a lot of these things um especially this law tube thing that they had on YouTube going on and for those who don't know let me give you some context law tube is a thing that's happening on YouTube especially it came up really big with the Johnny Depp trial but after a while a lot of the lawyers started to become like what a lot of us know lawyers to be pompous motherfuckers so they were there like and this guy was DUI guy. He showed some emotion, I believe, in um, one of the, I don't know if you guys remember when Elaine Bredehoff, she said something and the jury and everybody in the courtroom was shook when the guy from TMZ responded. And um, because he did that, the lawyers were like, oh, you can't do that. You can't whatever. And they were like, oh, because it's the law. And they started this whole big shit with this guy because of his reaction in the courtroom. And I just remember looking at it and being like, this is why we can't have fucking good things. Everybody had a fucking reaction like that. Even the damn dog who was watching the TV had a reaction like that. Everybody. And because he did it in the courtroom, 
the judge didn't reprimand him. I mean, it would, it would have been one thing if the judge, probably even if there was a camera on Judge Penny herself, it would have been like, what the fuck just happened? You know, because she would have been shocked as well. So to be very honest with you, it's like, come on, man. Come on. <clears throat> you know, um, after he did that thing and um, his facial expression, they locked him out of the live stream. They told him not to come on their live stream and so on and push this guy out. And I was just so happy to see everyday people, lay people as they would call them because we're not lawyers, they were lay people, came to the defense of this guy and was basically like, hey, we defend you, we see you, it's okay, we understand you're just like a regular person and you had a reaction. You know, so shout out to DUI guy. Um, you definitely did not deserve that. And at the same time, yeah, I understand they want to dead the topic, but what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Y'all are the next people we need to ask what the fuck is wrong with you. You got a platform because people came there and supported you. Be respectful of that platform. You know what I'm saying? That, that's all I'm saying. I respect the people who are there. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And sometimes we have to realize it takes a village to do something and not just one person. Because probably if one person was there, we wouldn't be there listening. We wouldn't be there watching. We wouldn't care for it. But because of everybody else who is there, it makes it better. You know, respect that shit. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. I know I say this a lot, but you guys really do mean a lot to me. And I really do appreciate every single one of you. And if I leave you with anything, it's save your fucking money because something is coming, child. Save your fucking money because something is coming. Anyway... I had to even fix my car this week. I'll get into that next week. Um, <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Peace.